This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Now, Kramer and Jess. Mornings on Mix 106.5. Hey, yes it is. What up? It's already one more sleep day. One more sleep, just like that. Mm-hmm. And for y'all that had to work all week, I'm sorry, that sounds insensitive, right? We're like, oh my gosh, we just got here. <laughs> you know, you had to work Monday. But it's still one more sleep no matter what. It's still Thursday. Do it. Three, two, one. One more sleep. One more sleep. One more sleep. One more sleep. Good morning. Do a little chant on Thursday. Just get you pumped up, man. That's it. This time tomorrow is Friday. Then it's the weekend. And boom. You get to go hang out in the 95 degree weather. <laughs> Sweat your ass off one more day. Six o'clock club. What's up? Text us, 410-583-1065. We got so many people on break this week. They're on vacation this week. The real ones check in today, 410-583-1065. Who's here, Jeff? Veronica, good morning. Lee is here. John the Annapolis locator, Jess R. from Westminster. Our neighbor, Magic Mike in Pasadena. Hope-a-dope is here. Sexy Dan from the Eastern Shore. Jermaine going to work in Clarksville. Good morning. Uh, Francesca the nurse is here. Juan and a million checking in. Terrence and Melissa P. from Glen Burnie. Celebrity Stephanie is here. Our kinder care ladies, Karen and Amber. Good morning to Jake from Westminster. Drew from Precise Performance. Randy on his way to get a Dunkin' Iced Coffee in Catonsville. Absolutely enjoy that. Lisa, Dante, Mr. W from Meisterstown, and Terry. Good morning. Maybe you've never texted us before ever in your whole entire life. Like, today needs to be the day. 410-583-1065. And we will shout you out. Let's do an abbreviated version of this or that. that. This or that Thursday. Mm -hmm. This schedule's been a little screwy this week. So we're moving to Thursday today, baby. I actually saw this study. The question was, would you rather be the funny one? In your relationship or be with someone who is funny? Oh, that's hard. Would you rather be the funny one in your relationship uh-huh. or be with someone who is funny? So, I mean, you're kind of lame, but like you're with someone that makes you laugh all the time or yeah. like you're making your partner just crack up. Yeah. 410-583-1065. Text us your answer. We'll start with Jessica Dutra. I'm going to go with someone who's funnier than me because Garage Boy is funnier than I am. Mm-hmm. And like how much joy that brings to my life day to day and just to us all the time. I'd rather I'd rather take I mean, I do have to take a seat back because I'm not as funny as him. So it it's kind of like my life. It is a perk. And I enjoy it. It's a lot of fun to be married to someone that's funnier than you has a perk. But I'll tell you, I think I I think I want to be I did it somebody one time that's funnier than me and I kind of hated it. Because you like the attention. I, I just, it's like, you it's like, like, to be it's the like star. my thing. You yeah. know what I mean? Where it's like, you I think you're funny. I think I'm funny. 
Yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah. What? You no, that's funny? no, I think that's awesome. But like in a relationship, like I, you I want like, you want to make them. Laugh. I want that card. Yeah. Like like you can have other things. That's fine. I'm all about like you know sharing in a relationship. But I want to be the funny one. I want. Yeah. Like I almost want you to tell me a joke, and I'm like, that's so lame. Like that's I want that kind of like funny control. Okay. In a relationship, uh-huh. like a, like a one up when it comes to funniness. And I don't even know why. I'm not sure why, but that's like what I would want. Let mm-hmm. me tell you what this survey says. Actually, I'll tell you what. We'll do a text poll first. This was an actual survey mm-hmm. that was done. I'll tell you what your neighbor said. But let's get you first. Would you rather be the funny one in your relationship or be with someone who is funny, like funnier than you? Yeah. And we have a text right here. This is from Randy. I'd choose to be funny all the way, but with someone who could actually take a joke. That's crucial. That's a, that's a good Because that's not going to be fun. I feel that. Uh, we have Lana from Abingdon who says, funnier than me. My husband is funnier and I love that he makes me laugh. That's a good point. Katie Lou and Ryan B from Baltimore are checking in and say, I'd rather be with someone who makes me laugh so attractive, but who is it? Katie Lou or Ryan B? You guys didn't, you guys didn't tell me which one is which. They probably both think they're the funny one. Exactly. Now they're fighting. Now Uh-oh. there's a huge fight in the car right now. Sorry about that. Who's the funny one in their uh, relationship? Caroline is up with us this morning, uh, this morning, I want to be the funny one. My personality is goofy. Uh, okay. Good morning to Jarrett, Tara, Madison, Kieran, Connor, and Aiden. Hopadope is here. Says I want to be with someone who's funny. My husband, Paradise Lond, is that. Love that. It seems pretty 50-50 right now. So here's the exact answers that were given in the state of Maryland. Fourteen percent of people said being found funny is more attractive. Like, they want to be the funny They want to be the funny Okay, one. That's you. 56% of people say they want someone who makes them laugh. That's me. Okay? And then 14% of people said they're not sure. Which is like, like, just yeah. just have an opinion. Yeah, just pick You pick don't, one. Like, like, it's not that hard of a question. You know they're what like, I mean? I don't like to laugh, so like, I don't okay. know. Thanks. Now. Now. These are the top three trending stories in the city. The Baltimore Top Three with Jess. Number three. An air quality alert for people with sensitive conditions such as asthma remains in effect for Maryland and more chances for rain will be part of the forecast at the end of the week. I know it's super hot right now and we should be getting those showers later in the evening. The current alert is a code orange as smoke from fireworks displays is kind of it's kind of lingering a little bit. Ozone and concentrations for the Baltimore area are expected to climb at first tomorrow and then push the air quality into an unhealthy zone for a few hours. Can I tell you that's exactly what went through my head and maybe this is Debbie Downer but when oh, I oh fireworks going off yeah so like we're here we're like oh my gosh the air quality is so bad it's so bad anyway let's go shoot off all these pyrotechnics like, I was watching all the smoke I'm like y'all we're, we gotta chill in the smoke this year man chill 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 number two IHOP is now selling pancake tacos they actually tested out the idea last summer at a location in Houston that sold Chaco pancakes, and it was their take on the Chaco taco when they, those were discontinued. But now they're offering four different types that all come wrapped in a silver dollar pancake. Two are sweet and two are savory. So you can choose from fresh strawberry cheesecake, caramel banana breakfast, and country chicken and gravy. It's three for six bucks. Kind of annoying because you have to get all the same kind. They won't let you mix and match for whatever mm. reason. Uh, but they're only available for a limited time. So if you want to try these, you only have um, the month of July. It seems unnecessary, right? I, yeah, I think this is on that list of like what's going on. Like, can't pancakes just be eaten as a pancake and not us need to feel like we need to evolve them? 
the pancake. But do I want to try it? Kind. Of. Do you? But why? It's the same I thing. <laughs> I don't know. Because there's a picture. Of I it think on I'm the addicted. I think I'm addicted to weird things. I'm just like I kind of want to touch it. What is that? So you know, Jess gets here at like five o'clock and starts like researching everything going on in the world. Right? I bet. Oh, when I saw that, I was like, I look, imagine me looking at my computer. I I pick up my hands on my nose and I'm like, oh, I need pancake that. tacos. Literally was me. Yeah. Number one. Kevin Costner seems to have won a big victory in his divorce from his estranged wife, Christine Baumgartner. A judge has demanded Baumgartner move out of his home by July 31st. So this seems to be in line with their prenup, which would be an even bigger win for him since the prenup is currently being challenged by Baumgartner's legal team. If the judge does uphold the prenup, Costner's ex could be in trouble. She will be forced to return $1.5 million given to her by Costner. And on top of that, will have to reimburse him for all the legal fees that he's basically raked in while defending their prenup. Baumgartner is currently uh, seeking $248,000 a month in support from Costner. If you've been divorced, I know when you hear the story that you're like, man, like no matter how expensive and messy your divorce could have gotten, Every time I hear the like super expensive divorce, I'm like, can you imagine having to write a check for $1.5 million in return? Mm-mm. Yeah. No, thank you. This is Jess, and that was your top three. Do you feel like marijuana ruined our state over the weekend? Mm-hmm. July 1st uh, was the first day where recreational marijuana uh-huh. was available in Maryland. For and adults 21 and up. I know that like we had so many concerns going in. You know, the the, the other side that was like really worried about it. I just want to kind of catch up collectively today. And like, how do we feel now that marijuana has been legal for a couple of days? Mm-hmm. Do we feel like, how do we feel about it? Jess, thoughts? I feel relaxed. I feel happy. Um, I feel, <laughs> feel high as hell. I feel vibey. I'm just kidding. Um, honestly, it's awesome. Like I went, I went to the dispensary the other day, and the experience was super dope. What was interesting was, oh, I went in Towson, and the wait was probably like 15 ish minutes or whatever, which honestly isn't bad. But I overheard. Wait, did you go on the first day? Uh, no, no. Okay. Yeah, I kind of skipped the first day yeah, just I was because. How it was be, yeah. Um, but I guess. In Ocean City, at some of the dispensaries out there, it was like over an hour wait just to get anything. I believe it. Um, again, I'm I'm born and raised in California, so in 2016, you were able to go to a dispensary, mm-hmm. um, and the experience is just like that. Everyone that works there is super sweet. They've always been really nice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm I'm excited. I think it's awesome. I think as long as everybody is safe and no one's taking advantage of the situation, and you're doing it within the comfort of your own home as you're supposed to, and also everyone pays attention to where where they are and how it is in your county because there are sure. still rules that you have to be aware of. So I feel like as long as we, you know, act accordingly, it shouldn't be an issue. So, you know, one of the biggest concerns, and honestly, it was a concern of mine because I don't smoke, but I'm not, I'm not opposed to it. Like, if you want to, it's fine. But one thing I don't like, and I've noticed it pretty bad, honestly, living in downtown Baltimore, is like people smoking outside the house. Like, obviously, right now, the law is you can smoke, but you got to smoke within your own residence, right? Yeah. Uh, And so I was really worried about the 4th of July in the Inner Harbor. I was like, man, like if any time it's going to get wild, because this is what's going to happen. It's the first big event after weed has been legalized. I'm sure people are going to be out, you know, bringing it with them, smoking. I honestly, out of all the events that I've been to in the Inner Harbor, it was probably the least weedy. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like I just, I didn't smell it. 
like I typically would. I didn't like see people smoking. Yeah. Like I thought for some reason it was going to be like this huge, and, and I think a lot of people had that concern. Did you feel it? Because you went to the celebration in Towson. I know it was a little bit earlier, but like in the no. day, but did you feel like not people at were all. taking advantage of the situation? No, at not at all. Like absolutely not. The only time that people were talking about about it and like about weed or marijuana, the recreational, any of that was yeah. like at the dispensary. Everyone was stoked. Everyone was cool about it. I didn't see people like walking out and immediately lighting up. Right, That right. did not yeah. happen at yeah. all whatsoever. Yeah. It, it was chill. So the U.S. military agreed to help make the movie Independence Day until the producers found out and were kind of refused to remove this one particular reference. Mm-hmm. The government pulled out after that. Does it prove guilt? Let's talk about it today in our Throwback Thursday segment. This is fun, y'all. Hella nostalgic. We're just going to look back at just previous uh, number one songs from previous years here in the state of Maryland. Always, I promise, will take you back to like a certain moment. And yeah, then we'll go back to Independence Day, the movie, and why was this so shady? The number one song in Maryland today, July the 6th, back in uh, 2010, was Katy Perry and California Girls. By the way, officially makes this song 13 years old. That's crazy. <laughs> I remember the day, the first day I saw that music video. It was so cool. It was so crazy. It was so wild, right? Yeah, I loved it. All right. This is going to make no sense until you think about it. The number one song today in Maryland back in 2006 was Taylor Hicks and Do I Make You Proud. Number one. Song. It couldn't have been number one long. So, does anybody remember the name Taylor Hicks? I'm the only person like, oh my god, I forget about this. What was the biggest show on television back in 2006? American Idol. American Idol. But is he from American Taylor Idol? Taylor Hicks. Oh, oh, was this was this his like debut single? This was. I'm sure this is when we were wrapping up American Idol. Good for him. So he. I hope he's still making money. Released that song. And it became number one, okay. which like shows the power of American Idol back in the day. Totally. We worshipped those people. We like, did. It was fine. We did. All right. 12 years before that, 1994, the number one song today in Maryland, I Swear, All for One. I swear. Yes. By the moon and the stars and the sky. I'll be there. I'll be there. I think originally... Country song. <laughs> I love it. They didn't have to go so hard, but they did. I think it's originally a country song, by the way, but no I forget way. who sang it. They obviously, um, they obviously threw down and sang it way better. Probably. <laughs> okay, let's go to the movie Independence Day. It came out this week, twenty-seven years ago. Okay, I don't think I've seen this movie. You've never seen Will Smith? It's Will Smith. Jeff Goldblum, Randy okay. Quaid. I know that, that Will Smith was considering doing an Independence Day 2, but that's okay. been scrapped. So, basically, if you've never seen this movie, super simple uh, plot. Aliens trying to annihilate the world. Right. These guys team up. Mm-hmm. They, spoiler alert, 27 years later, they save the world. Okay. Movie was huge, by the way. Actually, it surpassed The Lion King. Wow. When it comes to... Worldwide totals, $817 million this movie made. Jurassic Park, by the way, is the only movie that surpassed Independence Day. Wow. little fun fact, too. It actually was going to be called Doomsday instead of Independence Day because somebody owned the right to the name Independence Day. Okay. But then they bought it. Okay, so here's the deal. This is the part. 
tell me if this is shady or not. They go to the U.S. government and say, hey, listen, we're making a movie about aliens taking over the uh, over the world. Would you guys help supply things like certain costumes, certain props? And they were like all about it. They were in. Yeah, what do y'all need? We're here to help. So then they start going through this script and realize that there's references about secrets of Area 51. Yeah. In the movie, which is like, you know, the, the hidden government base. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge, where aliens still live. Yeah. And they said, well, can y'all just remove those references? Because, like, we don't really want to. They can't confirm nor deny it. So it's it. basically going to look like they support what's happening in right. the movie if, so, they're, if they're contributing other things to the set. They went to the director. Director said, nah, we're keeping it in. They said, okay. And they pulled out all support of the movie. <gasps> because they were like, we can't or we that's don't want. giving shade. That's giving aliens. Anything to do there. I mean, that's the proof right there. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. I need to know, is it normal to have things in your relationship that you do not do with your partner? What do you mean? That like you can't do with your partner. Explain. So I just learned that Garage Boy refuses to go to Costco with me. And I I was made aware of that over the weekend, over the 4th of July weekend, where I like, like now that I think about it, I could not remember the last time we went to Costco together. He'll but we usually went, go without you? Yeah, he always goes without me. And Which is not like you two, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> you two you're right. Are, you two are attached to the hips. So when, yeah. doing something separate, this is a red flag, I do feel like. Yeah, we do everything together. <laughs> Um, and then I learned that he purposely does not take me to Costco with him because I add about like 35 to 40 minutes to the trip. You'll just be shopping for stuff? Well. Looking for other stuff? I mean, it's, they have samples. Like I get really Uh, excited in there and I like to look at everything and it's Costco. Costco is like low key Disneyland for adults. Costco is awesome. It's fun. So you tell me Garage Boy is not the sample type. He'll go through, he's got a mission. He's like, listen, I'm going to get 5,000 trash bags. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God. Like, look at these towels, you know? (laughs) And like at the end of the trip, he was like, yo, this is why I like 
this is why I don't take you to Costco. And I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, I don't, like, we, I can't, like, I can't do Costco with you. And I was like, is this why you don't, is this, like, on purpose? And now that I notice he, like, strategically goes after work or, like, he'll just, yeah. oh, hey, I went to Costco and, like, come back with all of the Costco things. Because he knows. And he refuses to go to Costco with me. So does that have you concerned now that, like... I mean, is that normal? Is that, like, a little messed up? I don't know. It's actually, it's it's a good question. I don't know if most people would say that's normal in their relationship. Uh, we can take some phone calls. And th- here's the thing. If we get no phone calls, that means that you're absolutely abnormal in this situation. You yeah, like, are you, right? yeah, like, can and you refuse to do something with your partner like that? 410-583-1065. Is there something in your relationship that you just refuse to do with your partner. And maybe because it just slows the process down. Maybe like you've done it for years and like we just can't do this together anymore. That's it. Maybe it causes a fight. Maybe like I absolutely refuse to go to this one location or whatever because every single time that we do, it's eh. And you could be married for, I don't know, a year. You could be married for 50 years. Yeah. You maybe have a laundry list of things. I, I'm trying to think back. To Does this my- sound normal to you? <laughs> As different as my ex-wife and I are, the only thing that I can remember that we had to officially stop doing with one another, I refused at one point to go to movies with her anymore. That's a big thing. I know, because she was always a person. It's a big date thing. I like, I want to like laser focus in on a movie. Yeah. And especially in a movie theater. Like I'm there for a mission. I'm not, it's not chit chat time. Mm -hmm. It's not there to comment. We're not here for like commentary. I don't want to be asked what's happening. I just want to sit here and focus on the movie. We can talk afterwards. We can recap everything. At home, it's different. Y'all, my ex-wife literally was the kind of person that always wanted to like talk in the movie. Did you see that? What was that? What about this? Oh my God, that was so crazy. Wasn't I'm like, we're watching a movie to a point where I'm like, we can't do that anymore. That's off date nights. We're not doing it. I refuse anymore to go to movies with her. What's up, Mike? Good morning. Good morning. How are you? We're good. Is that normal, you think, in a relationship to have things that you refuse to do with your partner? I think it's normal. I think it's very healthy. Okay. Uh, My wife and I have been married for about 35 years, and we have learned over the years that uh, everybody is happier uh, when the other partner is not tortured so when i go to the hardware store i always go alone when she goes to craft fairs or if she goes clothes shopping she she leaves me home because we know that we will all be much happier okay so i can understand (laughs) i can understand the craft fair thing right if crafts aren't your interest that would make sense why won't you take her to the hardware store though i feel like she wouldn't like i mean do you want her input on anything that you're doing at the house well, when I have, I'm on a mission, like Garage Boy. I, you know, I have what I need. I go in, mm-hmm. I buy it, and then my, you know, my wife will be. She should change that or fix that or oh, do that or. She okay. makes projects up as you go. The list gets longer. Yeah, the list gets longer, and as far as clothes shopping goes, well, I, I, there's, <laughs> there's no way I can go clothes shopping with my wife. <laughs> okay. And why? And why is that? Why can't you go clothes shopping with your wife? It just takes forever. It, yeah. it is it is torture. That's it's that is true. I do remember well, thirty five years. Hey, thirty five years. Obviously got, that's that's the key to happiness right there. Three things off the table. Thank you for calling us. Four ten five eight three one oh six five. Uh this is Sharon on line five from Baltimore City. Hey Sharon, good morning. Good morning. How are you two? We're good. You know, Jess is wondering, is it normal in a relationship to have things that you absolutely refuse to do with your partner? abnormal if you wanted to do everything together all the time. But, so but refuse, though? Refuse? I'm not talking about, like, really? wanting to go do things. But like, like off just, limits. Like, 
Look, like you said, I've got laundry lists, and one of them is that as well. But the other one is I will not go out out to eat with them unless we're with a group. Wait, you will not go out to eat with your significant no. other? I don't want to hear him chew. I, I, look, my grandparents had a farm. No. I used to feed the pigs. I know what it sounds like. I know. Are you kidding me? Uh, so only in a no, group so, setting? Oh, oh, oh. And I'll say things like, oh, really? That really sounds like it tastes good. Wow. <laughs> oh, wow. That really sounds like, oh, you're really enjoying that, huh? Because I can hear it all the way over here. How many years have I you guys mean, been together? 1999. So but, um, uh, it's, it's been a minute. It's, so it's, yeah, it's a good one. It's so <laughs> bad. It's so bad when you guys go out to eat that you can't stand the chewing so bad. You're like, the only time that we're going to do this is if basically we're forced to because of some type of like either group situation or whatever. <laughs> And I make sure I sit on the other side of the other couple. Uh-uh. <laughs> Listen. I always put someone in between. It was like, but I want to sit next to you. I'm like, no, no. Let no, me no. Tell you. you should uh-uh. be there. Yeah. You should, uh-huh. At this oh, yeah. point, just well, be, be happy to be here. You know what I mean? Thank like, you, Sharon. 1999. Hey, Don from Baltimore. Good morning. Hey. You have something in your relationship that you'll refuse to do with your partner. What is that? Um. So it's going to the grocery store together. I just, I can't stand bringing my my boyfriend to the grocery store. You know, oh. and, and most people, so this is this is kind of the, the opposite version of what we've been hearing. So yeah. a, a lot of people are saying, it's it, what we're hearing, a very common reoccurring theme this morning, is that men like to go and they're on a mission. They're like, we have our list, we like to just buy right. our things and we like to get out. But your situation is different. You don't want him near you at the store. No, I write a list out before I go. I know what sections I need to go in. He, like, will go to one side of the grocery store to get one thing and then back to the other side, and it becomes, like, a, a trip. It he, becomes a vacation. Yeah. Well, you were saying, we were talking off the air, and you were saying that, that like, he, like, like price is no limit to him. Prices. Yeah. He ends up finding the, like, organic section yeah. and mm. wants to get all of these expensive things. <laughs> yeah. It's like, $8 peanut butter, and I'm like, no. <laughs> I forgot yeah. that literally my and I would fight about that same thing all the time. Y'all, one time, my ex-wife, is no joke, bought an uh, $11.99 uh, bottle of pastas, like marinara sauce, and I'm like, that is it. Like, that's it. I'm shopping for the family. If you think you're going to spend $12 on some damn marinara sauce, that's it. We got to cut this off. Was it for something special? No, it was just regular. She had no no concept of money because she wasn't earning it, Jessica, okay? Relax, relax. Chill, chill, <laughs> chill. It's been five years, chill. <laughs> Don, thank you for calling us. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks, guys. 410-583-1065. Uh, this is Clarissa from Essex. Hey, Clarissa, good morning. Good morning. What will you absolutely refuse to do with your partner? Well, I love to do this, but he hates and won't go to Target with me. Yeah. That mm-hmm. is rude. No, that's a universal thing, I think. What, what's, what's, no, very what, rude. What's the, what's the issue with Target? What happened? Was there a, a, a moment at Target that you guys had where it just finally was like, we can't do this together anymore? So, I like to go to the dollar spot. Yes. Mm-hmm. I get all the stuff for the nieces and nephews. Sure. He said, we have a list. We have 25 minutes. We have to go to dinner reservation. And we ended up being there like 45 minutes because I found so many cute things. <laughs> yeah. The dollar he was spot waiting in the car. Uh-huh. He was done. He was done. So- you know what? I feel like he strategically only allowed you guys to go 25 minutes before the dinner reservation. So if anything, I feel like that was his fault. 
by no, not I, giving you enough time. It was his fault. I'd be so annoyed. I'd be y'all. What is it? Don't it, give me a twenty-five guys, cap. It's what like is that. It is like it is like a casino for for you guys. It is. Like, if you're a Target person, you walk into that store and it's like time is is of of no necessity. No, you I've, get sucked in. Yeah, I've noticed Garage Boy will like hold hands with me in Target, and at first I thought he was being nice, but I think it's just so I don't wander. <laughs> Baltimore top three with Jess. Number three. A list of the best places to raise a family in the U.S. has been released and one city in Maryland has landed on this list. Columbia has been named the best place to live and raise a family according to not one but two new studies. It ranked 13th best in the nation in both studies and is the only Maryland city to make or top the list. The studies come from the website Wallet Hub, shocker, and Livability is the new one. Wallet Hub compared key metrics in 180 American cities including the cost of housing, quality of schools, healthcare systems and more. While Livability studied places where most Americans create dream careers and launch businesses. How do we know that livability is not a subsidiary of Wallet, Wallet Hub? Hub? And if okay. you don't know, if you're new to the show, the reason why there's a little tone here is because whenever a list is released, like anything positive, yeah. always Wallet Hub always has Columbia. Like, no matter what, we think, and Columbia is a great place, don't get me yeah, wrong. Yeah, we I we love Columbia. We're just wondering who in Columbia works at Wallet Hub for right. how to always be making this list. Like, it doesn't matter what the list is, too. It can be like world's best beaches. It's like number five, Columbia. You're like, like, there's there's not even a beach. There's not a beach there. It doesn't make sense. Number two. Meta, the parent company of Facebook and Instagram, launched their new Twitter competitor app, Threads, yesterday a day earlier than planned. And it looks like they're off to a pretty good start. In a Threads post, Mark Zuckerberg announced that the new app has gotten 2 million signups in just the first two hours after being launched. The platform allows posts up to 500 characters long, including links, photos, and videos up to five minutes. I think as of this morning, they're at 10 million. I think I saw on the Today Show, that's what they're saying. Um, here, so I saw it, mm-hmm. and I saw a couple people posting about it, and I'm like, okay, maybe I should just download it and check it out this morning. Did you? Well... I'm at the age, and maybe you're at the same age too, where like I just don't need to be the first on something anymore. But like I went to download it, and I didn't know my Apple password, and I was okay. like, I'm "Is that a like, sign?" I'm, I'm have to like reset my password, and that just sounds so daunting. Y'all, y'all play with it. Y'all play with. Let me know. Did you download it? No, not yet. I'm surprised you didn't. You're all about social media. No, I I've been looking at it. I'm like watching reels about it right now. Does that make sense? Why wouldn't you just download it? I'm do just it for trying yourself? to feel the vibe. I'm trying to feel the vibe of threads before I, you know, you know, step what, that, in, strap in, you that's know, what the metaverse. Like how? I don't know. The metaverse kind of freaks me out. Are you even in the metaverse? Yet? I'm not because it kind of creeps me out. There's just too many things, man. Number one. As Madonna continues to recover from a serious viral infection that landed her in the ICU. Sources close to her have revealed that the scare may have stemmed from her insecurities caused by negative comments online. An insider says Madonna clearly burnt herself out, suggesting that it's been harder for her to compete with younger artists like Taylor Swift and Pink. Madonna is not recovering as well as expected, and her upcoming celebrations tour may have to be put on hold. She was actually supposed to kick off that tour on July 15th, but sources say it looks like she may not be able to perform, adding everyone saw something like this coming because of her intense schedule, but only a few were brave enough to tell her that they were concerned. There's been no health or tour update from Madonna's team. Does this make anybody else sad? I am sad about this. Like, not even, like, sad for... I mean, I'm sad for Madonna that this is the current state of affairs. 
But do you feel bad that she feels that the, the trolls need, pushed her to that point? Well, to like stay relevant enough to like compete with a Taylor Swift, which is like un- unnecessary. No, it, it's totally unnecessary. Like she should be able to just do how, how, however many shows she wants to do. How if she wanted to At perform all. for an hour, At like all. she doesn't have to dance. Like no. she, you know what I mean? Like I, just appreciate the artist that she is. But what breaks my heart is Madonna gets dragged all the time for her just being herself yeah. and for looking what for wearing whatever the hell she wants to wear and that's what pisses me off i just think that we all we all struggle with aging right there all comes a point in your life where you're like we it's like you know i don't i didn't used to look like this or I just can't imagine being like the icon the, of that. The it, mm-hmm. you know. Like even watching the Pamela, Pamela Anderson documentary. Have you watched that yet? A little bit. Yeah, where it's, very it's interesting. like it's like watching that where like you're like known for your sexuality, your body, your you know. It, with her, obviously, it was her also her music, but like that's all gonna go. Mm-hmm. And then what are you supposed to do? Mm-hmm. You know, I think yeah. that's kind of what she's going through right now. Isn't seeing like a Taylor Swift on stage, right? Seeing these mega tours and being like, I just can't do it anymore. Yeah, so we hope she's doing okay. This is Jess and that was your top three. Do you feel a little crazy doing it? It's about to go down. <laughs> Perfect. We want to know everything. Dish. Oh, oh. It's Talk Me Out of It. Please. With Kramer and Jess. Mix 106.5. Okay, Anonymous, we've uh, we got you on the voice disguiser. So what is this crazy idea you got going through your head? I need to take away my son's car or else I'm going to lose him forever. Where is he going? What's happening? So my son just turned 16 this year uh-huh. and he got a first summer job mm-hmm. as a lifeguard. Mm-hmm. We go on a summer vacation as a whole family and we have since before he was even born. Like, the whole family goes. Yeah. You know, he puts in the request off for work, and his boss told him no. Like, there's only so many weeks in the summer, and he can't go. Yeah. Well, my son is like, okay, well, then I can't go, you know, because this lifeguarding job is is more important. And I said, no, you absolutely have to go. Family is the most important thing. At the end of the day, this your family is your group, and this is it. Uh-huh. So we bought him a car this year. And I told him, you you will lose your car through the end of the year. Like, you can't drive it to school this fall. You will lose that car if you are not going on this trip this weekend. My husband thinks I'm insane. He's like, just let him stay and work. It's good for him, you know, blah, blah, blah. I feel like this is just the beginning. Like, if he misses this trip, then he's going to miss it next summer because I'm sure he's going to want a lifeguard again. Then he's off to school. And then before we know it, he's not coming home for the holidays. You know, we we never see him. He moves away. He doesn't call. So you no. you think if if you don't force him to go this, that he's basically going to think that anytime something family comes up, that it's not as important as other things. Yes, because if he missed this trip, then what's to say that he's not going to miss this trip and other family things? What do you want him to do? He should just quit. I mean, there's a lifeguarding shortage nationwide. He could get another lifeguarding job. So you, you want him to, like, quit and then go on the trip and then come back and yes. then try to get another? Yes. and then try another, try again, yeah. Okay. 410-583-1065. Anonymous is saying, my son has a job this summer. It's going to interfere with our family trip. He can't get off. So because family is so important and to teach him, because I'm guessing this is like this is like a lesson. You would need this is like a lesson thing, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. This is like, this is going to set a standard for him. Yeah. To teach him a lesson that if he doesn't realize the family is more important than work, uh, then we're going to take away 
his car through the end of the year is like a punishment. Mm -hmm. Uh, Do we tell her to go for that or do we talk her out of that? We could use your assistance, especially parents. 410-583-1065. Jess? I think I feel kind of bad for him because I feel like when you're that age, you're trying to take on responsibility for yourself and save money and, and try not to ask you guys so much for money. And if you make him quit just so he can go on vacation, it might almost backfire and make him feel like when it comes to a responsibility, if it doesn't always go according to what he wants to do, then he can just not participate or quit or something like that. Because there are are a lot of times like when you get older to where you can't always go to all the things. It's something that I struggle with with my family living so far away from them. And and when I can't go, that doesn't mean I don't love them and it doesn't mean that I don't want to be there. It just means that like I literally cannot go because of work. I agree with Jess, but let me tell you something my daddy taught me a long time ago. Because my dad, my parents bought my first car. It was a 1987 Nissan Maxima, by the way. Mm -hmm. Um, And they basically said, listen, this is still our car. Mm. So, like, as a parent, if you buy your kids a car, I feel like you still, whatever your rule may be, like, it's still your car. Exactly. I don't see why you can't take away his car for whatever reason you want to take away his car from because technically it's you, you paid for the whole thing, right? Yes, yeah, and so, we paid the insurance. You know? But is this is this what you want to take away the car for though? I'm just afraid that this is going to mess up his sense of priority, you know? And yes, I do think that's lovely what you're saying about, you know, as he gets older. I understand that. But I just feel like, you know, there's a lot of elements that that are not as important as the family. Okay. Well, uh, we can get some advice here. 410-583-1065. Anonymous says, if my son doesn't go on our family trip to teach him that family is the most important thing more than work, we want to take away his car for the rest of the year. Do we try to go for that or do we talk her out of it? Anita from Pikesville, good morning. Good morning. You know, she's considering taking her son's car away if he doesn't go on this family trip. Do we tell her to go for it or talk her out of it? I think that's horrible. First of all, you want your child to be responsible. He took a job for a seasonal position, which is probably very limited employees. Yeah. It's only a certain amount of months that they make their money. Yeah. She surely knew about this vacation months ago. Right. He could have gone to his interview and said, hey, I have a family vacation coming up. Is this going to be a problem? Mm-hmm. But you're teaching him that, oh, it's okay. I, you know, family vacation, I'll just quit. Well, what happens when the next party happens on a Saturday night? You're just going to quit your job because you'd rather do that? Yeah. I think it sends a bad message. So, so Sometimes you have to miss these things because you have responsibility. Do you think that they should have allowed him to... Because I think that's what's confusing about him having the job during summer. Obviously, he's going to have to work during the bulk of summertime. So what, what, what was the decision on them allowing him to get the job? Like, should they have just not allowed him to work or something like that? that that's where i'm confused well i mean are they allowing him to work during the school year maybe it's that he's not working on the school year because school is the priority and i totally get that but now it's summertime it's time for him to be able to make his money yeah pay for some of his expenses and his fun time and teach him a little bit more responsibility outside of the home so you you think that he should miss up for success you think he should miss the family trip then if they can't make a way to give him off, 
then I think that he has to prioritize his job. Okay. All right. He's been on 16 family vacations in his life. He'll go on many more. Yeah. He, they should, all of them should have planned accordingly. Okay. We hear you. Thank you for calling us. 410-583-1065. Heather from Owings Mills, good morning. Good morning. You know, she wants to take her son's car away if uh, he doesn't go on this family trip. Do we tell her to go for that, or do we do we talk her out of it? I don't think the car being taken away is going to teach him the value she's trying to teach him. Mm-hmm. So what I've learned through all my jobs is that you're just an employee. And, yes, you want to give 110% to any job that you have, but family comes first. And if you approach your boss with, hey, you need to give me off for this family vacation. It's important to my parents. And if you can't give me off, then I'm going to have to resign. And I think that would be more detrimental to the lifeguard situation than me taking a week off work. So you, you do agree that he should quit then if, for if, the vacation? if his boss isn't going to let him. I don't know how lifeguarding bosses work, but whoever is in charge of the scheduling is, is not giving them the time off. Then you think that, that he should, he should, he should quit on his own? Absolutely. And what, Stand by your convictions, family is always first. Okay. But you're okay. saying it's worth it. So you, you would quit your job if you were in that similar situation? Depending on the, I have quit a job before because they wouldn't give me off for a holiday. So I was a single parent. Yeah. And And you said no. I I didn't want to miss vacation. I mean, Christmas with my child. And they said no. And I said, okay, well, then I resigned. Okay. And you're glad you did that. I job. I survived. Yeah. Life goes on. Okay. We hear that. Thank you for calling us. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Thank you. Hey, Lauren from Forest Hill. Good morning. Good morning. You know, she's considering taking her son's car away if he refuses to go on this family trip. Do we tell her to go for it or talk her out of it? Oh, my God. Talk her out of it. Please. And why? So you're teaching your son responsibility, the value of the dollar. I got a job at 16. I've missed family vacations. I've turned out just fine. Why are you punishing him for something that, A, he hasn't done, and, B, that you feel like he's going to do in the future, like not come home? You're silly. He's 16. Yeah. But, like, is that the right me- – okay, and I'm asking. I'm asking. I feel like it's we've – It's a complete we- wrong message. Why- you're teaching him – literally responsibility and how to make his own money it's one family vacation there's going to be many more so do but do we feel like that is the right message like is in no, all that we, at all in all that we've learned in the, in the last like three or four years with covid and everything else like like is job the most important thing like is is it for him to be at work or should he be going on his family vacation? No, period. Think, Minus the car situation. I think there's a balance between that because I do think that's a lesson that people are starting to learn now. Where yeah. it's like the like you like why are you wasting your life away at a job when family and moments should be a priority. Right. However, this is his first job and I feel like it takes time to get to that lesson to where you're actually comprehending that's that's something you need to learn whereas this it's going to be like well you can walk away from something when you want to go hang out in the pool that's Mm. i feel like that's taking over what is really what he's going to take away from the situation Okay. okay that makes sense to me i'm glad you called us today lauren thank you so much of course uh anonymous yes so what do you think after hearing all this 
And, and people make really great points. And I, you know, they, they do. But mm. I think my mom always told me that I needed to trust my motherly intuition above all else. Mm. And I really feel like my gut is telling me that this is step one in a slippery slope and that I have to take a stand. Um, okay. That, you know, that I, I know my kid and I know that if he doesn't go on this trip, before we know it, he's missing all holidays and he's moving away and he's not responding to text messages and he doesn't show up to, you know, funerals. And mm. it, I just feel like that is the future. And I feel like I got to dig my heels in. When are you guys supposed to be leaving for vacation? Uh, we're leaving on Monday. Okay. Okay. Uh, well, you know, I don't know if you've heard this segment before, but how we typically do is we ask for people that call in to give us a call back. Technically on okay. Monday, I mean, I guess, yeah, I don't know what time you guys are leaving, but like we usually do the updates about 8.20. Like if you yep. have time on your way out. Yeah. Could yeah. you, yeah. Could, would you mind, because I'm just kind of curious after hearing this and, you know, take it in, think about it, but like maybe it is the best and maybe it is going too far. Maybe here after hearing these other parents, you can just kind of like let it sink in a little bit. Yeah. So can we, uh, can you plan on calling us back if you're cool with it about 8.20 on Monday for like an update? Absolutely. Yeah. Hey, thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to get the show daily. And if you think we've earned it, give us five stars. Hear Kramer and Jess live every morning on Mix 106.5 Baltimore. And check out the Kramer and Jess Uncensored podcast at KramerandJess.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 